If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. All right, Keenan Loomis is with us, Hamilton mayoral candidate. He's here now. Don't forget, coming up Monday, we need your vote. Everyone needs you to get out and vote and voice your opinion. October 24th, Monday, is Municipal Voting Day in Ontario. Keenan, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. Yeah, I'm doing great. The winds of change are blowing in the city of Hamilton right now. Boy, it certainly is turning into be a very exciting campaign. Uh, the 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 buzzword today was tolling coming out of Toronto with Mayor Tory. You obviously, I think you've uh, been on record as saying no, you're not going to go in, in into that sort of thing. But what about repairing and getting new pavement and doing paying the bill for this highway that ends up kind of costing us ten times more than than what it should have? Maybe this might be a great idea, Keenan. Are you overlooking this? Well, you know what, I, Scott, I'm just fix, uh, focused on fixing the damn roads here in Hamilton. Let's do that first. All right. So uh, yesterday, two terms. You said you'd only serve for two terms. We put this to Andrea Horvath. She said she's just trying to get elected for one, and we'll let the people decide moving forward. Uh, why the uh, bringing up two terms at this point? Well, well, you know, I, I, you know, I'm running against career politicians here, and I think it's important to point out to, to folks that. I'm committed to getting the city back on track, and, and that's why I'm doing it. So I'm doing this for the right reasons. I'm not going to be a career politician. Um, I'm going to be a mayor for, for everyone committed to the residents, not my own interests. And, you know, good leaders uh, have a way of cultivating uh, leadership and then leaving it to the next generation of leaders. And, uh, um, and by the way, besides the fact, uh, my, my wife won't let me serve more than eight years. So uh, it's, it's kind of a, a, a wife-imposed uh, term limit. <laughs> hey, that's, you know, that might be stronger than any politics, that's for sure. <laughs> what, what if people love you and they want you to come back and you're, you're having great success? Well, I think eight years is enough. And again, I'm, I'm going to, you know, really be focused on, on cultivating and building uh, more leaders here in this community. Um, and then uh, we'll be leaving it in good hands uh, with a, a whole group of, of young people with a great vision for, for the city of Hamilton. Uh, housing continues to come up as a, uh, a major issue in this uh, election. Keenan, how are you going to balance uh, the NIMBYism, uh, the councillors who have uh, residents they want to uh, obviously keep happy versus the housing situation that we have? Uh, is there enough? I don't believe there's enough. I, don't, I haven't heard an expert that says there's enough infield to, to do all of this, enough uh, space in the, within the city to, 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 to solve the housing a situation just with that that being said how do you balance this well you know yes absolutely we're hearing this uh from across the city that uh, people want to keep the urban boundary where it is but that means that we have to be able to allow for building uh you know within the current urban boundary and and, and infill development and we do have a lot of uh space uh, Scott, you know, certainly you look at downtown and you look at uh, what we're doing at the waterfront. Uh, really, if you just add up all of the things that we're working on right now or are in the pipeline right now, things that, you know, developers want to get built um, and that aren't getting built because they're being held up by City Hall, I think that, uh, you know, that's enough to address uh, the demand over the next little bit. And we got to really work on uh, creating those transit corridors that will allow us to, to build more. And uh, so I, I think it can be done. Again, let's just focus on, on the things that uh, the people want to do right here, right now. And that'll satisfy a good amount of the demand that exists right now. 
Uh, we're also getting and hearing, hearing a lot of stories, getting email and such about the gentrification that's going on. And, you know, I, I, I've been here long enough to know this was going to be a problem decades ago. Uh, when Hamilton was in a depressed situation, many services brought here and such, and, and, and Hamilton fell behind, uh, other jurisdictions all around it in regard to, uh, price of housing and, and that sort of thing. Now, obviously, the population as it comes around from the greater Toronto area is, is obviously driving prices up in this area. What do we do regarding gentrification and, you know, landlords that come in and just push people out? Well, again, you know, like, so this is the, the they're meeting demands uh, for people who are wanting to settle here in Hamilton. And so, you know, that's, that's really important. Um, but, you know, the, the things I'm focused on are, especially this week, I've been spending a lot of time in the suburban and rural communities. Um, and, you know, they just want uh, simple services provided. Um, they want, uh, they want uh, rec centers, um, they want, uh, you know, to, to also feel safe in their communities. Um, so, in fact, uh, today we were excited to be able to release a, a four-point suburban and rural action plan um, that addresses the concerns of uh, our suburban and rural areas that have been uh, overlooked for far too long. And I was really happy to get the uh, endorsement of uh, Councillor Judy Partridge for our action plan. And uh, Judy's been a, a huge champion for the rural and suburban communities. Um, she's been a, an incredible voice for them. And uh, I'll work with her uh, after the election as well as she uh, moves on into the next uh, phase of her career. So people want to, you know, there's a lot of issues that uh, people want to have uh, dealt with. And they want City Hall to be focused on, you know, the challenges that we have and all the great opportunities that we have here in this community. More opportunities than we have had in decades but it takes a, a leader who has vision and who can bring people together. Um, and, you know, the, the, it's, it's really incredible right now, Scott. We're, we're getting um, a lot of dirty politics thrown our way. It's, um, hmm. it's, it's really unseemly. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, it's, it, what is uh, uh, really ironic and, and the hypocrisy is, is just glaring here is that, um, you know, I've been the one, I guess, because I was born in the U.S., uh, the one accused of uh, U.S.-style politics, and, and yet we haven't run one single negative ad. And um, then my, my son uh, today comes to me and says, Dad, I, I was just on YouTube, and uh, I, I saw a dirty ad, uh, you know, aimed at you. And I thought, you know, that's, that's really incredible that uh, we're the ones running the, the, for that optimistic uh, future and, and vision for the city, and it is our opponents that are exposing Hamilton's children to uh, gutter politics. And I, I just think that that, is, um, that needs to be called out. That's absolutely disgusting. The fact that you are from, uh, you're not born and raised in Hamilton, how much does that come up on, on the campaign trail? How much of a challenge has that been for you? Well, in fact, I, I think that, you know, we, we have had so many people come up to us since the debate um, that have been insulted by, uh, you know, my, my competitor, um, who are, who have contributed to this community, who wondered to me, uh, jokingly, I don't know, I've only lived here for 20 years. I don't even know if I'm allowed to vote, uh, in this community. <laughs> and, um, so, you know, in fact, I, I think that it really has galvanized, uh, a large, uh, swath of, of the, the population here in Hamilton that weren't from here. And I also get a lot of people who, you know, have been born and raised here in Hamilton who, who apologize for that because it's just a, a real, really chauvinistic 
um, sort of viewpoint. Um, so, you know, again, we're, we're focused on, on the optimistic vision that we have uh, for this community and people are really galvanized. That's why there's, there's so much excitement, right? Because, you know, people don't want politics as usual. They're, they're seeing the, the dirtiness of it. Uh, they're tired of it. They know that uh, if we elect career politicians, we're just going to get more of the same uh, in this community and, and we're done with it. Let's, let's focus on the future. And, and focus on all the great things that Hamilton has uh, in its future. Keenan Loomis with us, Hamilton mayoral candidate. As we head into the last weekend of campaigning, don't forget to get out and exercise your, ro- uh, your right to vote on Monday, October 24th. Keenan, thanks for your time. Good luck moving forward. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.